Welcome to Platform Church Rested Life Conversations. Platform is a young, dynamic, multidimensional church. We offer inspirational, practical, and relevant teaching that is applicable for your daily living. At Platform, our teaching is relevant to people of all ages, race, color, nationality, and of different socioeconomic backgrounds. At Platform Church, we believe that the rested life is a reality for us. For more information, visit platformchurch.co.za. Enjoy the rested life conversations. Now, here is your host, Darlington Steve. My today title of my message is what I titled, what are you hearing or what are you touching? What are you hearing or what are you touching? The reason why this very particular um, thought coming into my head is the fact that, <coughs> sorry about that, is the fact that we know that perhaps one of the most important steps in us for us to be able to stand in the things that we need to do, be it in life and business and politics or whatever you are doing, is totally dependent on the information in which you are hearing. Because whether you like it or not, what colored your reaction, what colored your information currently now, you streaming or listening to me, whichever platform, what colored you to be here today or for you to definitely click on this very particular thing to stream with me is the fact that you are hearing something. And so whether you like it or not, there is always something that is speaking to you. You may want to take it or leave it. Something is actually informing the decisions in which you are taking currently. Whether you like it or not, the television is speaking to you. Your media is speaking to you. Facebook is speaking to you. But my question today that the Holy Spirit asked me is what are you hearing and what are you touching? And I'm going to be taking this very particular insight from the story of, of, of the woman that was sick with the issue of blood. Uh, the woman that was sick with the issue of blood, we understand that very particular place in the book of Mark chapter 5 where we see how the woman got to a particular point of herself. We all know the story of this very particular woman. And in, in verse 27 of Mark chapter 5, we get to see that the woman, the Bible says, and the woman here that Jesus was about to pass. Now, this is a thing that is very important. Before we even get to the story of the woman, the Holy Spirit is asking me to say, what, have, what are you hearing? What have you heard that he has spoken to you this very particular year that all of a sudden you have chosen to hear another stuff to override what God has spoken to you at the very beginning of this year? I know that you will say a lot of things happen. The pandemic is currently happening and stuff. But do you understand that in the place of where the prophecy or maybe God has used God's servants, various anointed men of God in your church, in your denomination, in your fellowship to communicate an intelligence to you to say this is what the Lord is saying. But because after the Lord, I mean, this is what the Lord is saying. And after saying that, boom, the pandemic happened and all of a sudden, you now started hearing different reports. My question to you today is, what are you hearing? What, have, what is that very particular voice that you have decided to hear that has now colored the information, colored your reality, colored how you approach life, colored even with the dreams and the desire in which you have for this year, 2020. I like cracking jokes to people. I said, one of the things which I hear God said to me is the fact that 2020 is the year for the church especially for us as platform church and so regardless of pandemic or no pandemic i have to live up to the fact that god said it my job is to engage with that very particular thing and boom before we know what is going on platform is already here whether you like it or not i tell people i say platform is born out of covid19 because why god said that this is the year for the church to be established and so my business for me is to take the word of god the way it is with or without pandemic with or without challenges with or without fear anxiety troubles whatever the thing is is because God has said it and that settles it in my heart. My question to you today, what are you hearing? When you wake up this very particular year of 2020, the Lord said to you that one, two, and three will happen in your life. You also draw some certain plans that you want to achieve in this very particular year. But now we are sitting in August. What have you heard thus far that has stopped you from actually working what the Lord and what you have actually marked for yourself to do? Regardless of the troubles and his anxiety. See, this is one thing we need to just put at the back of our mind here. Of 
enough, especially us as believers. Whether we like it or not, troubles and anxieties are going to hit us. But there is something for me that actually packed for me, that gives me the victory, that gives me the confidence all the time. It's in First John 5 form. It said, this is the victory that overcome the world, even our faith. Which means for us to be able to to overcome these very particular troubles that is currently happening, our faith needs to be in check. Our faith needs to stand on the word of God to say, whether pandemic is there or pandemic is not there, I am not going to be moved. I am still going to stay on the word of God. I'm still going to pack my faith and say, this is what the Lord said. That settles it. I don't care whether rain is falling. I don't care whether hailstone is dropping. I am going to go with the word. And that is what I am going to stay. We understand in the scripture in the book of... Um, in the book where we get to see uh, where the Lord was actually uh, speaking in the book of Isaiah chapter 55. Yes, I remember. Isaiah chapter 55. And I think, I think let's just even go to that very particular scripture so that we understand what that scripture said so that by the time we begin to bring this very particular thought to a close and to begin to wrap everything together, you now begin to understand that God is a God when he has said it, he is going to do it. He says his word will not drop onto the ground without actually performing that which you have said it. Isaiah chapter 55, we can see from verse 8, the Bible says, for my thoughts and know your thoughts. Neither your ways are my ways, says the Lord. Now, do you see that very particular scripture, whether you like it or not? It's a, for believers, if you read from verse 7, from verse 6 and verse 7, that very particular verse 8 is not addressing the believers in Christ now. Where he says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither your ways my ways, says the Lord. If you go up to verse 6, I mean verse, um, verse, five, verse 6, you will see it. He was actually saying, and actually addressing 6 and 7, he was addressing, he said, let the wicked forsake his ways, and the unrighteous man his thought he was addressing the wicked and the unrighteous man but for us as believers his ways are our ways his thought are our thought because why we are the father's son or daughter we carry the fullness of who god is and so because of that every privilege that is available in christ jesus is currently available to us and so when believers read the scripture you need to rephrase it and say them for the thought of god are my thought and for the ways of god are my ways now but this is where i want to now go for you to understand the bible says in verse 11 it says so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth it shall not return unto me void but it shall accomplish that which i please and it shall prosper in things in things where where to i sent it what is it trying to for us to understand he's making us to understand that the word in which that god has said to you this very particular year the word in which you have actually find out from the place of your prayer from the place of spending time with god for you to find that this is what the year 2020 says for me and now this is august what are you hearing the bible says there in verse 11 he says for the fact that god has said it it will not return unto him void but do you notice something you can actually delay that very particular word to come to pass in your life it's maybe you're actually sitting down currently now you're listening to me you've allowed circumstances to make you derail from the promises of god you've allowed circumstances to shift you from what the lord says to you either but maybe the lord used the prophet or the man of god or your spiritual fathers to communicate a spiritual intelligence to you concerning this year or maybe if you took your time for you to find out what my 2020 looks like but now can we look at you and ask you what have you heard thus far from the day you get that very particular conviction then the spirit from january 1 up till this very particular date what have you heard thus far that has stopped you from actually moving into the plans of god 
You need to be we need to be honest in this very particular thought. What have you heard? Have you heard failures and all of a sudden people are telling you that business are closing down? And so because of that, there is no money, people are not buying, people are sitting in their house, and all of a sudden, and God said to you that this is the year for you to start your business. Or maybe God said to you that this is the year for you to settle down and get married. Maybe God said to you, This is the year for you to be for your for, for your for your career to elevate from this level to another level. But all of a sudden, you started hearing the voices of the devil. All of a sudden, the world begin to speak to your mind to the point that you now started trading fear instead of trading faith my question again to you today what are you hearing also another thing in which i want us to understand we can see that especially with the whole story and two people that I want to use in the book of Mark, Mark chapter 5 and also in the book of Matthew chapter 18. There is this very particular guy, especially Mark chapter 5 for me, which was the woman that was sick with the issue of blood. I think I want to stay on that part because this is women's month. And so maybe you guys will just permit me to stay on the women part. The Bible says uh, on Mark chapter 5 that there was this very particular woman who was sick with the issue of blood for 12 years. We understand that this is not, this is not a small thing. 12 years for you to be seeing your period every day. It is not good at all. I don't care how you want to say it and stuff. That's painful. The Bible says she has wasted all her resources, paid all doctors and everything, but yet nothing happened. Now, this is where the thing got, got me very interested when I was reading the scripture. And in verse, 20, in verse 27, the Bible says, and the woman heard that Jesus was coming. Now, this is the thing there possibility that she has not even heard of Jesus coming before or maybe she has been hearing about this very particular guy in time past and this very particular day she chose to use that very particular hearing that Jesus is coming my way and so for the fact that he's coming I have heard of the statement that has been said so I need to put my corresponding reaction regarding that very particular statement she heard that Jesus was coming also in the book of Matthew we can say in the book of Matthew those blind guys we know the Bible says that as they were sitting by by the wayside they heard that the son of god is coming who happens to be jesus and it says they, they screamed but this is a funny thing you can hear what god has said to you or you what you have planned for your life this season but that is always an obstruction that will come to want to tell you another word whether you like it or not bible make us to understand that when jesus after he has finished performing miracles, signs and wonder, as he was crossing to the other side, all of a sudden, because there is a man there by the top of the mountain, who needed to be healed, possibility that that man at Gadara, he has prayed and said, I am tired of being mad, but from that very particular conversation that he has received from the spiritual, and Jesus was going to that very particular place, all of a sudden, the ship in which they were, the ship in which he entered started misbehaving, but we can see that the moment he was able to cross out, we can see the healing that needed to happen at that top of the mountain. Now that you are hearing me now, what is that word that the Lord has said to you? All of a sudden, you have chosen to allow another voice to override that very particular reality. He said to you, invest in that very particular stock market. And you are saying that because of the coronavirus, people are not buying and selling. You refuse to invest. He said to you that you need to do this to make sure that you get this. But you are saying that, you know, God, you are trying to put your own calculation. He said it, it make us to understand that his ways are your ways. His thoughts are your thoughts. I am speaking to believers, hopefully. I am speaking to believers. When God says go this way, he knows that the trouble is there, but he has made a way for escape for you in that very particular trouble you can find that in the book of first corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 he has made a way for escape he says he will not tempt you beyond that which you are able to bear but in the place of that very particular anxiety trouble fears and difficulties there is a way out for you but the problem is the fact that after you've heard that word did you agree to now 
put a corresponding reaction to now take an action towards that very particular conversation. The Bible says with the woman that was sick with the issue of blood, she heard that the Lord is coming, the Lord is passing, and this is where it gets interesting. She put a system and a technology to make sure that she will be able to pull that very particular possibility together. To say, this is what I have heard of Jesus. Possibility that she has heard that this man carries a miracle. Possibility that she has heard that this man, uh, he's an anointed from God, and his robe will be able to put some certain possibility for me. No wonder we can see that the information of what she has heard colored the action in which she has taken. Because the Bible says she said of herself, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, maybe somebody has made her to understand, or probably because she's actually from the Jewish custom and tradition, where they understand that even the robe of the priest is also anointed. And so she had, it has colored that information to say, for the fact that I know that the robe of this priest, this very particular man called Jesus, his robe is also anointed. I am going to touch his robe and I shall be made whole. The woman would have also pushed her thought if she chose to say, okay, fine, the place in which Jesus walked upon, if I put my feet on that very particular place, I shall be made whole. What are you hearing? What have colored your information currently now? What have changed the things in which you were doing that has now moved you from the place in which God has said, this is what he wants you to achieve. Now you actually sit in this place and all of a sudden you are blaming to say, no, it is a pandemic or maybe God did not want me to do this very particular thing. You know, it's quite easy for you to, to want to create an excuse around some certain decisions in which you need to take. Because when you look at it, the pandemic is a good excuse for everybody, everybody. But can I shock you? There are a lot of people also who are still making, who are still pushing and who are still thriving. There are a lot of people who are still saying that for the fact that the Lord has said this, I am going to take my own step of faith and I'm going to rock. My point number one in which I want to put here, as I use the story of the woman that was sick with the issue of blood, my point number one that I want to put as a question is what are you hearing? What are you hearing? What are you hearing? The blind man that was sitting by the wayside, he heard that Jesus was coming and he screamed and says, thou son of David. And this is the thing that made me laugh. When Jesus asked the man, what do you want me to do? He said that I may receive my sight. That's all that was interesting for the guy. Because why? That's all the information he hears about this guy. That this man knows how to heal people. And I've heard him. So because of that, I just want to receive my sight. I don't need another thing. What have you heard about your Jesus? What have you heard about the God in which you subscribe to? Have people colored the information of my God to say that the God is a killer? And all of a sudden, when things are happening in your life, you just ascribe it to say, God is the one that is killing, or God is the one that is doing things. Or maybe somebody has said to you that God punishes, and so all of a sudden, you just believe that very particular information, that whatever that is happening currently in your life is because God is punishing me. Or maybe you've heard somebody has said to you in the way, in the journey of your life, that you see God give it and God take it. The reason why things are bad for you, it is because God is taking some certain things away from you, my dear what are you hearing that has colored your information with the father what are you hearing what are you hearing it's a question that you need to begin to answer now this is the point number two that in the place in which god has said some certain things for you at the very beginning of the year did you press forward it's a question did you decide to press in? The Bible says with the woman with the issue of blood, after she has made a conclusion to say, I may but touch the hem of his garment, she has actually have a conviction in her spirit. But do you know the funny thing? There were crowd that was available walking with Jesus. And if you look at the woman's circumstances, the circumstances is so bad to the point that for her to be able to route, to break into that very particular crowd will be very hard. The same way also with us in coronavirus. There's a lot of things now that is making us not to be able to break. But are you willing to press in? even with the fact that the coronavirus is here even with the fact that people are losing their job and yet you know too well that god has said you you will start your business are you willing to press in 
The Bible says that the woman decided to press into the crowd because she has actually said, if I've heard of that, I mean, she has actually conceived in her mind that I've heard that this man can do this very particular thing. I have to press in. I need to go in. I don't care what this very particular thing is saying. She made a conclusion in her mind. And so there is nothing that will be able to stop what she has heard of this man and also the action she needs to take to be able to pull that possibility. What are you? Are you willing to press in? Are you willing to press in? Whether you like it or not, this pressing in determines your life. It determines if 2020, I know you were saying that, okay, fine, pastor, I've heard you. I'm going to change. But even though you are going to make a decision right now that you are listening to me, the question there is the fact that are you going to be willing to press in? It's a question you need to ask, answer for yourself. Nobody, you see, they can't pray your pressing in into your life. You need to be the one to be able to press in that very particular reality. It has been said to you, that very particular word has been given. Can you be able to pull the intelligence to press in to that very particular reality? You have to press in. And also, as you have to press in now, the question that I need to ask on my point number three. What are you saying? What are you saying? The woman said in her word, he said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment... She said it at the same time also. What are you saying? Are you saying to yourself that I cannot do it? Because, yes, I know I have heard that I need to start my business. Then all of a sudden you are thinking, hmm, this word has been said to me that I need to start my business. The prophet has actually declared in my life, hmm, can I do it? Do I have the possibility of running it? I think I will be I'm a failure. What are you saying with your mouth? Bible makes us to understand that life and death and the power of the tongue, even in this very particular pandemic, the woman knew too well that crowd. This is the funny thing about the thing about with me with that woman. She was seeing the crowd and yet she was still running in there. And she had a conviction that she has said in her word that if I may but touch, do you notice that she has a grace as she's coming to say, Ish, I can't touch this guy and I'll go. Her saying that she actually put, she makes sure that she pressed to make that saying to become a reality. What are you saying? Maybe the reason why you are sitting and you are doubtful, you are fearful, things are not working in your life the way it's supposed to work, is because you are currently saying that very particular reality. Your words carry power. Your words carry, see, your word governs your life. I think I remember I bumped into a particular what's it called, particular post on, on social, I think on website, I can't even remember very well, where they say um, that the words in which you've said for the past five years is actually what is calling your reality now. In my mind, I'm like, what? If my words that I've been saying for the past five years is what I'm living now, the which means clearly I need to say something better now so that my next five years will be better. What are you saying? What are you saying? We understand that it is our, it, we confess with our mouth, but we believe in our heart. But do you know that it is in your confession that you make, that you proclaim, or you take what had been given to you? What are you saying? Are you looking at the circumstances and say, this circumstance is going to kill me, or my marriage is going to fail? What, what, is, what are you saying? What are you saying? Check your conversation. Check who are the people that are around your space that is influencing your conversation. You need to definitely do that very part. See, this is your life we're talking about. You cannot just be looking at your life and say, it's an NJ. No, it's not an NJ. This is your life. It is your destiny. Let me shock you. If it gets better with your friend, hopefully that friend is really friend, is really your good friend. The possibility that your friend will change and actually move with another friend. Chances are also very high. So take your own life very serious and also begin to rewrite the kind of reality you want to see and begin to take corresponding action towards what you have heard, what you have written down and what you are confessing. What are you saying? And also another thing in which I want you to understand here, when it comes to the issue of the part of what are you saying? She said, if I'm able to touch. 
one of the things in which I put here, I say, what protections have you leveled on yourself? I mean, protection have you leveled on yourself that makes it difficult for you to hold on to what you have said for yourself? Now, this is the thing in which I'm going to say to you now. As I begin to bring this very particular thought to your close, the part here I said, are you touching God in prayer? Are you going to touch God in prayer today? It's a question that you need to ask yourself. Because my title of my message is, what are you hearing and what are you touching? The woman says, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. She heard that Jesus was coming and she put a corresponding action, I will touch. Are you going to now today, my, my, my question to you today, are you going to touch the hem of his garment? Are you going to, what, what, what are you going to do when it comes to the issue of touching God? Are you going to touch him in prayers? See, prayer is one of God's mysterious intelligence that he has given to every man for us to be able. But yet, if you notice, prayer is one of the most difficult things sometimes for believers. I use the word sometimes. I'm not saying all believers. Prayers. Prayers is you going and touching the divine. Prayer is you rubbing your mind with the, with the, with the infinity mind. Prayer is you going to meet your father to be able to touch some certain possibilities and to rewrite some certain narratives. Are you going to touch today? Or you are just going to sit back and say, powerful message, man of God. And it ends there. That responsibility is in your hand. Then also my point number two, also which I put here. Are you touching the dreams and desire that you were once passionate about at the beginning or you have given up? Are you willing to touch that dreams and desire again? Are you going to wake up and say, I hear you. I'm carrying my very particular plans that I put for the year. This is August. And can I, can I say this? This is a word I'm hearing in my spirit. The Lord asked me to say this to you. That as soon as you agree to do that very part, before this year will come to an end, that thing which you thought that it is over, God is breathing new possibilities upon it in the name of Jesus. To you, you thought that it is over. God still wanted to carry that very particular thing. That dream and that desire, as long as 2020, numbers is still in 2020, your name also needs to come up with a miracle with that number attached to it. You need to be able to touch that dream back again. I know it looks as if things are difficult or things are running, your minds are scattering, but let me shock you. As soon as you touch that thing, you begin to see your lives begin to fall onto pleasant places. Are you willing to touch that dreams, that desire, that passion, that word that has been given to you from the beginning of this very particular year? Or you are going to sit and say, I will do it in 2021. I refuse to be part of the people who needs to do some certain exploit in 2020 and shift to 2021. 2021 comes with its own grace and its own reality. And so because of that, I will finish what I need to finish in 2020, get to 2021, do what I need to do as a brown new slate. Finish what you've started. That confession you made at the beginning of this year, that confession is still a reality. I am here to tell you, that confession is still a reality. Go for it. Go for it. If there's anything you want to take from this very particular Rested Life conversation today, is go for the passion that you have once said, that God has said to you, or probably the things that you have heard from God's counsel and God's servant. Go for it. My final point to this point, are you... Are you willing to touch with your words of your mouth? Are you willing to touch some certain possibility with the words of your mouth? Are you willing to begin to pull those things that be not as though they were? To say, my marriage is blessed. My business is blessed. My children is blessed. My finances is blessed. And are you willing to touch those words with your words? Are you willing to touch God with the infinite mind with your praise? Are you willing to touch that dreams and desire that you have actually orchestrated or put down from the beginning of this very particular month? I mean, this very particular year? That choice is yours. The choice is yours. I have come this very particular moment to give you God's counsel. One, my final thought in which I put here, I said, expose yourself to right words. 
right friend, right people, and right teaching, and you will come into a place of prominence in all you do. Expose yourself. See, I know this is the month of August, and I know in four months from now, taking August out of the picture, four months from now, the year is coming to an end. Do you know that you can route new possibilities if you're willing to put, and like the woman, she pressed in. She pressed in. She says, if I'm able to touch, regardless of the crowd, she still pressed in. I don't know what crowd that is currently in your life. That, you, that that very particular crowd is refusing you to press in. You need to this, I mean, you need at this very particular point, forget the crowd. Be like this woman. I call this, this woman with this shop, I call her a gangster. Be like this gangster woman and press in. Where you refuse to allow anything speak to your destiny. You refuse to allow anything stop you. And you refuse to, for your confession to change. Push. There is a wine. Press it. There is a wine. Press it. I'm hearing my spirit. There is a wine in there. Press it. I don't know what you need to press, but you need to press it hard. You need to press it hard because why? There is a wine that is about to burst forth for you. This month for me is a month of new beginnings, a month of new shift, is a month of new anointing. But with that being said, as much as I've heard God said that, I also need a pressing. You also need to do the pressing. And this is my counsel from the throne of heaven that said to you today, the time for you to press is now. My question again at the beginning of the message, what are you hearing and what are you touching? I pray that this very particular counsel which I've dropped for you today, that your eyes be enlightened to see the possibilities that God have actually marked for you, for you to be able to route new beginning, new possibility, new narratives. That very particular possibility is available for you. But my prayer for you this day, let your eyes be enlightened to see. Let your ear hear the right counsel and let your mind begin to conceive matters of righteousness, matters of good report that you can be able to run with this day. I want to release the blessing to you to say, Heavenly Father, your people have heard your counsel. I pray this very particular day that everything that they need to do, Lord, let the grace for them to be able to push and to press. Father, we know that, yes, the year is coming to an end. We know that this is August. But, Lord, we know that you are the God, the intelligent God that created the universe in just seven days. Father, five months, too much for you to do miracle signs and wonder in my life. I, we have chosen, Lord, for the word in which you have given us today. We all have chosen to say we will press in. We refuse to hear what the pandemic is saying. We refuse to hear what our friends and the crowd that are currently bombarding our mind. We refuse that. Lord, I ask that your grace, O oh Lord, rest upon your sons and your daughter. The ability to know what to do from this day onward. Father, let that grace rest upon their lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because we know it is done. In Jesus' victorious name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, family, for this awesome time you've used to spend with me. I really celebrate you. And I know too well that the God in which that has called you for you to see this very particular day, that same very particular God is available for you. Thank you very much, Kitiwe, and also Seku. Yeah, Seku, I remember. We met yesterday. God bless you. I appreciate you for connecting again. And this is me, Pastor Darlington, your pastor, which is a pastor of rest. The rested life has been given to you. The rested life has been given to me. Let's work and let's labor to enter into rest. Let's labor. The only labor you need to labor, labor to enter into rest. That's all we have for today. But be sure to continue listening to the Rested Life Conversations. At Platform Church, we are all about simplifying the process, providing solutions, and creating realities for you. If this message has blessed you and you want to be a blessing by supporting this ministry, please visit platformchurch.co.za. Platform Church, family of rest.